It would be an adventure. It would be an adventure. <laughs> Speaking of adventures. You had one this weekend, didn't you? Yes. And you seem pretty excited. You want to talk about it? Well, it just gave me an idea of <laughs> stuff to talk about today. So, um, she, Rachel, had to go to, um, well, she didn't have to. She chose to go to an office this weekend. Mm-hmm. They were open on Saturday. So, it's kind of one of her better offices. So, mm-hmm. you know, do a little extra sometimes for your better offices. Yeah. So, she does, she's essentially a traveling saleswoman in a roundabout way. In, in, in the, <laughs> yes, in the, in the she's a very rep. vague terms. Yeah, she's a, um, BDR, which is a business development representative for Zeiss lenses for your eyeglasses. Zeiss does a lot of other things, but this is for eyeglasses. Zeiss made the lenses for the camera, or made the camera, that they took pictures on the moon. Uh, I believe it was a Hasselblad Hasselblad camera with Zeiss Zeiss glass. Um, The Hubble telescope has Zeiss. That's a fancy camera. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's a pretty big company. They've been around since the 1800s. So, got to <laughs> be doing something right. Yeah. But she's very good at what she does. Mm-hmm. And part of that is sometimes you'll go on a Saturday and visit an office. No big deal. To me, it was really no big deal because I said, well, yes, let's drive down there. It's about two hours away, but there's two state parks nearby. Hey. Near-ish by. Technically three, but the one is False Cape. Yeah, and you can't just. That's not go. a quick trip. <laughs> yeah, no. And I, I needed one that we could just drive up in and then just do mm-hmm. a little exploring. And uh, we chose Chipokes. Chipokes Plantation State Park. Yes, and um, we took Bean. It was his first time going to nice any park. <laughs> uh, he did really well. He, he loves the car, unlike Stella. Unlike Stella, <laughs> uh, he, he loves riding a car because he usually just sleeps. But yeah, we had him all harnessed up and. I was in my red plaid jacket, and he got himself a new fancy red plaid jacket, so we were matching. <laughs> Y'all were ready for a road trip. That's right. Um, so it, it's kind of funny, because the, the idea of what we we're going to talk about is kind of adventures while adventuring, and this actually had two, and one was a wildlife situation and one is just another adventure kind of spurred off of this one anytime something is termed a situation you know it's going to be good so y'all y'all went down to chipokes yeah so right up we were down in chesapeake kind of in chipokes kind of made sense because on the way home Mm -hmm. but that's on the james it is on the james James river correct down in surrey Mm -hmm. near um near smithfield which everybody knows from the bacon <laughs> smithfield hams and such yes um but um it's actually really close and i didn't really realize this until i looked at the satellite image to uh, the surrey nuclear power plant I was gonna say, yep. <laughs> and as you drive around you see the post with the sirens on it and i go oh, yeah. that's a siren for the power plant yep um yeah because there's a couple of uh wildlife refuge type areas around there that i wanted to go um but one of them the one that I was really interested in going to, you actually have to cross through security at the nuclear power plant. I was going to say that because I saw that on the map, and I'm like, how the hell do you get there? Yeah. 
So, and we were actually talking about that. And she said, maybe you got to go through like security gates. Yeah, apparently. I think they search your car and everything. <laughs> well, I just put a road around to right. it. <laughs> or it's only available by boat. I don't right. know. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was wild. Yep. But yeah, so it's near there. Talk about an adventure. That, that would be an adventure. <laughs> it always makes me think of um, The Simpsons. I grew up on The Simpsons. And uh, the, the three-eyed fish in the, in the pond below the <laughs> nuclear power plant. That's my kind of wildlife refuge. <laughs> so we're driving to Chippex. Mm-hmm. And it's a, like a little back road, kind of wandering yeah. back in there. And um, I just happened to look. I'm like kind of this little section that had a little dip in the road. And I look up in the trees, and there's a bald eagle, like, right there on the side of the road. Nice. I'm like, holy crap, there's a bald <laughs> eagle right there. And did you take your camera with you? I did have the camera with me. Okay. We were in the Mini, and it was in the back. <laughs> so no pictures of this. Mm. But we kind of pulled over a little bit. She's like, oh, pull over. And, and, you know, and it came off the branch, and it flew out over the road. And it's just beautiful, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know some people just don't get excited over stuff like that, but... I, I love bald eagles. I don't know what it is. Just they're just beautiful. Well, they are a majestic bird. Yeah, they're Especially also thieves. <laughs> Especially when they start getting low, and you see how big they are. Oh yeah, and like I say, he was probably maybe ten yards away from us at this point in time, mm-hmm. and he kind of flew out into the field that was across the street, and it was kind of funny because <laughs> I started to say there's probably something in the woods that he was going after because mm-hmm. they're scavengers, you yeah. know, and they will steal their food from other animals. Yeah. And at just about that time, Rach says, Oh, look at those birds. And I look <laughs> into the woods and there's like eight buzzards. Oh, and I'm like, there's definitely something yeah. in the woods. And it was a deer and he was uh, okay. in the woods. So, but it was just kind of fun. Like, look at those. I was like, yeah, those are not so pretty. Those are <laughs> just turkey buzzards. Yeah. Um, but we watched it kind of fly around, and, and it just ended up disappearing. I have no idea where it went. Mm-hmm. So that was just a cool little side adventure, you know, getting to see that. I, I, I love wildlife, you know, just things that pop up like that. Yeah, so this is where I'm going to interject um, and point out that you were not prepared for your side adventure. I was not. Oh. And I'm not usually prepared for side <laughs> adventures. I mean, I was, I was not expecting to see that kind of wildlife you know, this time of year thing. Well, just <laughs> that close mm-hmm. and just driving down the road, you know, yeah. I, I wasn't expecting, I mean, you see a lot of deer and rabbits and things like that. And you just kind of go, Oh, groundhog mm-hmm. as you're driving by. But yeah. this was like, Whoa, you don't always get to see them this close up. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's, it's interesting. Um, I really got into kind of bird watching last year. I know there's apparently a difference between bird watching and birding, and birding is people who are serious about it, and I'm not going to claim to be that serious and knowledgeable. So I was I got into bird watching, and I I do love like the osprey and the eagles and like all these big you know raptors, and I really want to get some good pictures of falcons and hawks. Mm-hmm. The only time I ever see them is when I'm driving down the interstate and they sit in the trees right on the side of the interstate. So we just got that 500 Mm -hmm. and we took it over to we actually parked right over by your old dwelling okay and took the flood wall up Mm -hmm. and there was a woman there who had another larger lens yeah and she was pointing at the power line yeah and i'm like and i'm looking at the bird and it's a smaller bird and i'm like i think i know what that is you know i guess i cannot remember the name of it now but it it's a small type of hawk and they're really only about six inches tall, not even mm. six inches tall. 
But the, 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 with the peregrine falcons, they're tiny too. They're not that big. Yeah. And they're very close to these. I cannot remember the name of that bird to save my life now. It was the same situation we were driving into Is work it a every Cooper's day. Cooper's Hawk? No. I just know there's a Cooper's Hawk winery down the street. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. <laughs> but those things pop up and you don't recognize them as mm-hmm. being a, a type of hawk or that kind of thing because they're so small. Yeah. You know, and in this case, the sun was behind us, it was dark. You know, we did get a couple pictures off to the side where you can kind of tell what it is. But they do those type of things. And I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm asking, you know, like, at her parents' house. Actually, we went to her parents' house that Sunday. I look up. He, Her father was walking down the road. And we stopped and we're talking to him. And I look up and, like, through the woods, I'm like, there's a bald eagle going through your woods. And he was <laughs> right. like, he turns like, oh, something. Look at that. It is. <laughs> so, um, but I've seen hawks. They fly around there and that kind of thing. And, I've, you know, you see those a lot around roads, which is dangerous for them, yeah. unfortunately. But stuff gets killed on the road, and they sweep down and pick yeah. it up. And that <laughs> can be bad for them. Yeah. But um, there are other ones that are around that are really neat. And um, you just don't realize that that's what they are because they're sitting on a, <laughs> a telephone wire somewhere. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. think, oh, there's a dove. But, yeah, um, like I say, had the one that we... Me and Dr. Townsend looked at it every day, and he was adamant that this was the type of bird it was. And at the time, I had the um, Sony with the head that it was a 500 millimeter, mm-hmm. but I had a 2x converter on it. Whoa. So, and he would always fly off yeah. when you would get close enough. So mm-hmm. I pulled up to get him to fly off, and then I set up the tripod and everything, and I got a picture of him. You okay. know, he was. He was all the way across the farm. It was at Broadest Flats. Mm-hmm. And he was all the way across the farm. But I saw which tree went in, set it up, you know, scanned the tree, found him, got some pictures. And sure enough, it was enough of, of uh, detail to yeah. see what it was. And it was what he expect, you know, expected it was. But it was like one of those things where it's it's 60 mile an hour speed limit there. So you're like 65 <laughs> going, you know. It's <laughs> like, man, what's that? I don't, uh, what? Yeah. So, yeah. But it ended up being that. You know, but uh, yeah, birding and birders. Yeah, I know two birders. Yeah. And a lot of times the birders don't understand why we want to take pictures. Oh, they'll be like, oh, they just want to look at all them. the time. <laughs> you spot them, you can, you know, definitely say what they are, and that's mm-hmm. all they're, they're good. You're, they're good. Yeah. Me, I want to see it, and I want to, I want the detail. I want to be able to say later that, yeah, I did see it in here. This is why I can say that. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's, Especially when you're talking about things that are maybe on the roadside like that, um, having having your camera nearby, <laughs> you know, inside the car with you, and you know, I, I do a lot of driving around by myself. So there there are times where, like, I'll just kind of put the camera in the passenger seat, which is always kind of sketchy because if I have to slam on brakes, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be reaching over like there's a baby over there. Ah, no, yeah. But, um, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, and yeah, we like it. We were in the mini, so it wasn't mm-hmm. a whole lot of room. And no, Bean was with us. Yeah, and he tends to just kind of lay across the console. So <laughs> I was just looking up to see what the name of that hawk was. Now I can't even figure figure it out. That's for another day. Yeah, but there is one called a roadside hawk. Hey, that must be the one we see all the time by <laughs> <Right>. the roads. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So ventures with wildlife. We, we we totally got off topic there. <laughs> uh, but so we're at uh, we're at. Where are we at? Chipokes <laughs> Plantation Oaks. State Park. Jesus. <laughs> We're at Chipokes. And I'm just kind of like looking at the map, and I realize that the Jamestown, Scottstown Ferry mm-hmm. is right there. Okay. And then she's just like, 
she doesn't remember ever riding on the ferry. So it was like, well, let's ride on the ferry. <laughs> you know, it's right okay. here. So, uh, so yeah, we it's like a ten minute ride from there to the ferry. Yeah, is it a car ferry or just passenger? I've actually uh, never been on it. No, yeah, it's a car ferry. Car ferry. It goes okay. from Jamestown hmm. over to I think it's called Scottstown, but it's it's like a 25, 30 minute ride. Yeah, and it's free. Oh, and it links literally. You got to go up and around 17 is the closest bridge across the James or all the way up to, you know. Uh, yeah, basically, Hopewell. One, Benjamin was it Harrison. Ben, yeah, Benjamin Harrison. 106, Bridge. 156, one of those. I think it's 156. Yeah. So. yeah, the Benjamin Harrison Bridge, that's the only other way, you know, mm. closest to over there. And, that's you little, know, we were like, a little ways up the road. <laughs> Next adventure is Prime Outlets Mall. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's that's where we were we're heading because we uh we could just shoot across so it was just kind of fun i haven't ridden it in years yeah you so know. you did the state park first and then you did the ferry yeah. and then yeah, you were so on. we had okay side adventure real adventure side adventure yeah. <laughs> so a quick story about the ferry i uh, remember one time when this is when i lived in new kent I was okay. young, my dad had a vw bus Mm-hmm. And it was not a camper bus. It was like a regular one. So it like had your two front seats and it had like three bench seats back behind it. Okay. Of course, this is back in the days of seatbelt? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yeah. So it was me and my dad, one of his best friends, and two of his boys were with us. They mm-hmm. were about my age, you know, close to him. We were around 10, I want to say. Okay. Well, the... <laughs> The ferry kind of, the, the road to the ferry kind of goes downhill and then it goes onto the bridge where mm-hmm. the thing is. And it's not manned like it is now. Mm-hmm. You, know, you even have like a security checkpoint. They can flag you and pull you over and stuff like that. Yeah. That's not how it was back then. <laughs> and we come down the little hill. And this is um, kind of like twilight. Not quite okay. dark, but nobody on the bridge. And the ferry's pulling away. <laughs> and my dad says... I think we can make it. Oh, my gosh. And he puts that thing in gear and just guns it. He's, whoom, he's heading across this bridge. <laughs> and and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I know my dad. And, yeah, he's half crazy. I just don't see him trying this. <laughs> you know, because, of course, the thing, the ramp is banked. So he's like, yeah. we're going to jump it. We're going we're gonna to jump in there. And even his friend kind of had this look at, like, I sure hope you don't really think this is happening, you know. <laughs> and guess we're swimming tonight. His kids were going ballistic. No, Mr. Bowling, no, Mr. Bowling, don't do it. Don't do it, Mr. Bowling, we'll never make it. And I'm just looking at him like, y'all think my dad's actually going to try to jump this VW bus, you know? And, I mean, he was hauling across that bridge, and at the very last minute, he hits and swings it around and heads back down the bridge, and he's laughing. The kids are about wet themselves. Oh, my God. And even his buddy's name is Gilbert. Even Gilbert was like, you had me wondering, Bowling. <laughs> I thought maybe we was going to go swimming. But, yeah, that's, oh, that's definitely a memory that's instilled in my brain. I'm sure. Because those kids were terrified. <laughs> they didn't know what kind of adventure they signed up for. No, they did not sign up for that adventure. I guarantee you that. But, oh, so man. we just drove away. Oh. But, yeah, we took the ferry and we um, went to the uh, outlet mall. <laughs> then we went home. There you go. Well, you know, uh, when you when you initially told me, you know, what you know, kind of gave me the brief rundown. You didn't give me the details, but it really kind of just in my mind it um, reinforced this idea that sometimes when you are 
you know, when you have plans, when you're doing something, when you travel, you really can benefit from leaving some space for the adventure. Yeah, absolutely. Because you never know what's going to pop up. And, you know, we've talked about this before where some people, they'll go on a vacation or on a trip or something and they will have the itinerary from 8 a.m. to midnight, you know, whatever. Like we're doing this and then we're doing this and we're doing this and you don't have that breathing room to be able to change your plans, you know. Because, oh, by 3 p.m., we, we've already paid for, you know, this over here. And I think that there is a, really a benefit, especially when we're talking these, you know, these kind of micro-adventures, these day trips, these little weekend things, to just have that flexibility. Because, I mean, it, maybe it wasn't anything spectacular, but you got to ride a ferry, and then you got to go shopping afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just kind of, you never know what's going to pop up. Well, it's just, in in that instance... Like, I'd ridden that ferry. I can't even tell you how many times I've mm-hmm. been across that ferry as a kid and stuff. But just the simple fact that it was something she hadn't done in her head. Mm-hmm. She may have done it as a kid. Who knows? But she could not remember doing it. Mm-hmm. So it was an opportunity to do something that she hadn't done yet. And something that I hadn't done quite a you know, And it's been years since I've been across there. Yeah. But, you know, so that that really, it, it was kind of fun, you know. Mm-hmm. It was it's busier than I thought it was going to be <laughs> going across it. It was like, uh, it was pretty full. So, um, and there was a lot of people coming back across the river, but you know, they run, you know, both ways, two yeah. ferries at a time. Kind of thing. Oh, okay. But, uh, nice. yeah, you get a chance. Just well, now that just it's do free. It. I mean, gosh. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no it excuse. Doesn't cost anything. I mean, if it does, it just hit our easy pass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember seeing anything about costs. So yeah. I, don't, I really don't think it costs anything. You know, the only the only time I've actually even heard of this ferry is sometimes um, I'm not even sure who puts them on, but they they'll do a um, like a bike ride on the Capitol Trail. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is like once a year. They'll ride down to Jamestown, ride the ferry over, and camp at Chipokes overnight. And then I'm not sure if they ride back the next day or if like they have a shuttle or something at that point. But it's yeah. the only time I've ever even heard of the ferry. But. Yeah, I mean it. Because the the ferry is right there at the the head of the the, the cap trail, and it was funny because we've been down there, we parked down there, we started there and ridden back the other yeah, way. Yeah, and uh, she still didn't realize just how close the ferry was to it. She's like, "Holy cow, that's right there!" You know. Yeah. So, yeah, and the the um the parkways right there, Colonial Parkway. Colonial Parkway, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. different ways that you could definitely take a bike for sure, and yeah. and vehicles just to do, but. I don't know, it's, like, I don't know, I may have mentioned it before, we went camping one time, the girls were a little younger, and um, we went we went to go to Sharando, mm-hmm. but it was full, so we, there's another little campground nearby called Sharando Acres, mm-hmm. it's on the other side of the mountain, and um, yeah, I give him a call up, and he's like, oh yeah, we got plenty of room, so it was like, just kind of beginning to be full, mm-hmm. you know, leaves were changed but not falling off kind of thing but yeah. when i got to this to the campground i go up and i sign in and stuff he says supposed to be a little um i don't remember you call it a clipper or some some sort of clipper or something coming through <laughs> and it might get a little chilly tonight i'm like okay cool i hadn't looked at the weather <laughs> so we set up camp and it was it's a nice little campground and i don't know woke up at about four in the morning freezing <laughs> and i'm sitting there i'm freezing and i'm looking and, and rach she's she wakes up she's freezing 
because she's usually freezing even more than I'm freezing. Mm-hmm. Kids are sitting there, they're freezing, and I realized, I look it up, it's like 34 degrees outside. Oh, wow. <laughs> we brought t-shirts like and stuff. Night. Yeah, we had no idea it was going to get that, that cold mm-hmm. there. You know, here, down in Richmond, it was supposed to be still pretty nice, 60s, yeah. that kind of thing. Yep. Here's the adventure off of the adventure. I went to Walmart, because they were still open 24 yeah. hours a day, and the campsite had electric. Nice. So I bought heaters, <laughs> <laughs> and I came back, and we were nice and warm after that. There you go. But the real adventure off of that was we're, we're looking at kind of what to do, and we realized that um, I think it's Monterey. Mm-hmm. They had a festival, like a fall festival that weekend. Yeah, I was just looking it up, and there it was. Like, oh, look, they have a maple festival. It might have been what it was. I've I think we talked about that. Yeah, I, I'm trying to make it out to Monterey. We um we went and you know, parked and fenders all over kind of thing, and mm-hmm. um live. We got a a little hat for her, like a stocking cap that was mm-hmm. hand done, hand knitted, and there's pictures of her, you know, with that thing on still, but. Um, it was a neat little afternoon, and we kind of, it was like you were talking about just leaving time open. We didn't really have an itinerary. We don't usually have an itinerary. <laughs> you know. yeah. We might have like the just general thing that we're going to do, mm-hmm. but we leave our day open to, oh, well, let's just go on a hike. Oh, well, let's just go here. Let's just do this. And this was, <laughs> was kind of funny because <laughs> I was like, we're looking at a map, like an actual map. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so... It, I don't know, honey. It's kind of far away. It's probably going to be about an hour away. Mm-hmm. And she says, it's only that far. And she's holding her hand out about half an inch. Only that far, though. <laughs> like, let me show you the scale on the map. But, yeah, so, but it was a great afternoon. And, you know, mm-hmm. kids got memories from them, pictures and, and you know, all that stuff. So, and they kind of, like, tapped off the weekend. We ended up staying the night again and packing mm-hmm. up and heading out the yeah. next day. But it was... Um, just those kind of unplanned side things that, that pop up to keep the memories alive. Yeah. And, you know, just the other day, um, I get all these emails and stuff. I got an email and a, an artist, a musician that I uh, I like is coming to Richmond in a couple of months. And so I get this email or whatever, and I'm, I'm looking into it. And uh, I think they were sold out. But I was like, I'm going to see where else where else they're playing in, in the area because, you know, it's at the uh, the National here, which is a pretty big venue. I mean, it's not it's not a it's not an arena, right. but it's still a pretty big venue. And, you know, I, I always appreciate when you can find, like, those smaller venues where it's a little, a little more intimate. You know, you're still with a couple hundred of your closest new friends, but, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know. And so I found that she was playing um, in, in, like, May, I think, um, in some town I'd never even heard of in virginia it's like oh let me check this out turns out it's not far from roanoke um so i was like oh i'm intrigued okay let's let's check this out and so i started looking and it looks like a pretty cool little town i'm like all right um some fairly large antique stores you know Uh, it's not far from uh smith mountain lake okay roanoke a lot of things in the area sure and so i started thinking you know about like hey maybe i'll you know Go check her out out there or whatever. And, you know, a situation like that, you know, I'm not just driving all the way out there for a two-hour concert. You right. know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so what I would probably end up doing is get there early. But it's kind of the same idea where, like, the only plan I would have would be like, all right, I need to be back at this venue at 7 o'clock or 6.30, whatever time they open up, you know. Yeah. But up until that, like, no, no, I'm not 
not going to schedule out my day, you know? Right. <laughs> so like leaving things open for that adventure, but with always kind of that mind on, all right, I need to be back here by this time. So can't do anything too crazy, but you know, again, I, I just, I'm like you, I, I don't really like to, I mean, this is maybe just cause I'm lazy and just <laughs> no other things, <laughs> but you know, even, even in my day to day, I don't like to be too scheduled out, but especially when I'm like out of town or doing something like that, like, there's nothing worse than knowing that all your hours are, you know, booked up already. Even when you have plans like that, where like you say, Hey, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Like, I still think it's great to leave, to leave that gap, to leave that space for the opportunity because, you know, this is a town I've never been to. It's surrounded by other small towns. It's, uh, it's in a pretty cool part of the state, you know, kind of snugging right up on the mountains there. So you never know what I'll be able to find. When is this? That's in May, I believe it is. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be a good time of year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are you spending the weekend? I stay the night? I haven't bought tickets or made any plans for sure or anything. Like, I mean, come on. We're <laughs> trying to schedule this thing out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ever been on an adventure and a little side adventure ends up kind of popping up and it's kind of not the best thing in the world? Ever have anything happen while you're out on an adventure that made you go... Well, that's not good. Oh, yeah. I mean, not, not like being hurt, like you, you fall and twist your ankle. Car trouble, you get stuck on the side of the highway. So we were, <laughs> I was a kid, probably seven or eight years old, mm-hmm. and we were on a camping trip up the eastern shore. Okay. So we're just hitting some couple places up, going up to Baltimore, see my grandmother. Okay. And we're riding around, because my dad, I guess that's where I get it from. He just likes to explore. So (laughs) we're just riding around the back roads and things and checking things out. I mean, it's behind this, like, smaller dump truck that was full of oyster shells. Oh, okay. And all the oyster shells were on one side. When you're looking at it, you know, poking out the top, Mm -hmm. they're all pushed to one side. And my dad (laughs) says, if he goes, if he turns right too fast, he's going to flip that thing over. It wasn't five minutes. Oh, my gosh. The blinker comes on, and my dad goes, he's going entirely too fast. My boy goes around the corner, and you just hear it, skirt, 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 and then the back wheel comes right off, the, and this thing flips completely over. Just poof, oyster shells go everywhere. You oh, know? my of course, gosh. They, now he's, he, he flipped it on the driver's side. Mm-hmm. And from what we could tell, he was the only one there. So, of course, you know, this is the time period, too. My dad's in the rescue squad and everything, yeah. so he just... Parks the car, jumps out, springs into action. Mm-hmm. And they ended up, a couple other people stopped and ended up having to pull that guy out the passenger mm-hmm. door areas. You know? yeah. And yeah, I just remember, I'm sitting there as a kid, I'm thinking to myself, we're supposed to be having a good time here. <laughs> and this guy flips his truck over, uh-huh. he comes out, he's all bloody, there's gasoline everywhere. My dad came back, he smelled like diesel fuel. It's, you know, <laughs> And they wanted to get him out because my dad was afraid he was going to catch fire. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I could hear him just yelling, turn the motor off, turn the motor, you know, because <laughs> it was still running. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, yeah, so that, in we were there for hours. <laughs> Because of it, because yeah. the cops came, but of course it's the Eastern Shore. Oh, they're gosh. not just sitting around. They're about seventy-three miles away. Yeah. <laughs> so we, yeah, and like our entire afternoon was literally sitting there watching this whole <laughs> ordeal come about, and oh. um, yeah, 
It was not fun. And there were things about that trip that were really not fun. Like one of the campgrounds we stayed out was by some fields. Mm-hmm. And apparently like 6.30 a.m. was the time <laughs> that the crop duster came. <laughs> and when I'm talking about next to fields, there might have been a 20-yard section of pine trees between us and the field. Oh, okay. And he was like, and we we're camped. Yeah. Right at the edge there. And he was coming straight. And then, you know, those yeah. guys, they cut yep. up at the last second. And they're loud as hell. <laughs> and and that's all I can remember is like, we're not sleeping past 6 a.m. any morning. If anybody <laughs> thinks we're going to sleep past 6 a.m., it's not happening. How long did y'all stay there? Uh, uh, two days. Oh, okay. And it happened the second day because my dad was like, he's going to do this field today and he's going to be done. Yeah. No, <laughs> that was not true. It's six o'clock the next morning. Wow! Oh my gosh, this was his practice field. <laughs> it must have been. I don't know, but yeah. So we left. Yeah. We went and found something else to do. But I was like, wow, that was on that same trip. Yeah. So Ooh. sometimes the little adventures on the side are not a good thing. <laughs> They're not fun, and they are not adventurous in some cases, like where we had to sit for hours waiting. But my dad did the right thing, so you can't you yeah. can't knock him for that. You were just some dumb kid with your priorities out of order. Something like that. I mean, you still My priority are, but... was me. That was my priority. When are we going to the beach? <laughs> so. Yeah. Have you ever had any issues like that or instances like that where something crazy happens just right there in front of you? I while don't... you're out doing something, you're supposed to be doing something fun? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I mean, my worst one was I was on my way to go camping for a couple of days in my pickup truck, and I got rear-ended. That was the end of the... Uh, the end of the Tacoma. <laughs> I remember seeing those pictures, and I, I, I shed a tear for you. Yeah, I still think about it every day, and I wish I still had that truck. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe one day, maybe one day I'll get another one. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you're going to live in the mountains anyway, so you're going to need yeah. one. Yeah, I don't think I have any other... Um, crazy things like that i've definitely had um instances where you know things kind of went in a different direction um there was a time when i was you know, i packed up the truck this is prior to wrecking it uh packed up the truck and went out and was going to do some camping and i spent a night out by switzer lake Mm-hmm. And then I headed south uh to Douthat state park another state park and this was prior to again this was not doing my homework um, and I didn't realize how popular state park campgrounds were. <laughs> and uh, I showed up and I was like, uh, you know, how much is it to camp at night? And they were like, oh, it's this price, but uh, we're booked solid. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. How do you pronounce uh, it? Delphit. Delphit. Okay. I always thought it was do that. I, I, I used to say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like. It looks like it do, do that. Do and, that. And I, people would, used to tell me about that park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have friends that go there all the time kind of thing. It's a popular one. And yeah. that's <laughs> When you said that, I was like, yeah, that one was booked. Yeah. Yeah. But thankfully, you know, I told you I've never had a bad experience with a, a Virginia State Park uh, ranger. Um, thankfully, the contact ranger was like, yeah, we're, we're booked solid. But if you drive all the way through the park on the other side, there's uh, National Forest Land, and you might be able to find a camp spot out there. Yeah, that's cool. I was like, solid, because I spent last night in National Forest Land. I can do that. 
<laughs> and it's free. And it's free. <laughs> I don't so, know how much camping is now. I didn't really, haven't really looked at that, <sighs> looking at the state parks. It's been a couple of years since I've been, but I forget. It wasn't, it was like 30 bucks maybe, something like that. Yeah, but you're talking to a guy who used to go to Sarando Lake for two bucks a night. Say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two dollars doesn't buy you what it used to. <laughs> no, it's like, <laughs> barely can get anything from the Dollar Tree. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, uh, having that flexibility to say, you know, I don't really care where I camp, you know, I just, so I ended up um, going out and doing some of the trails in the state park. And then like mid afternoon, I was like, all right, I need to go secure some lodging and uh, drove through and uh, there were a couple of pretty decent little spots, uh, not too far outside the park. And uh, the first couple were taken and I found one. I was like, that's pretty good. Let me go see if there's anything better and circle back. I was all right. So ended up uh, as I was setting up my, my, my tent and stuff, uh, this truck, pickup trucks coming down the road and he's creeping and then he stops i was like uh i'm pretty sure i'm on national forest land here so what's going on and he said hey buddy just so you know just saw a bear about 300 yards down the road but i think he was going the other way so i think you're okay (laughs) and he drives off nice i was like thanks are you just screwing with me (laughs) right like I'm, I'm about to pull out my food and start like <laughs> grilling my dinner. Yeah, then you just bring them 300 yards back. Exactly <laughs> that yeah. way. I, so I, I definitely, uh, I kept my my head on a swivel that evening. Um, but then I just, uh, I said, okay, all right, we're in bear country. All right. So I ended up, uh, I remember, <laughs> I remember keeping a very clear pathway between my tent and my truck. <laughs> And I took my cooler and I put it like way over on the other side. That way, hopefully I'd hear it beating up my cooler and I could hightail it to the truck at least. You know? Well, that's good thinking. Yeah, I hope If so. anybody's with you, you don't have to outrun the bear. You just got to outrun the hood. Exactly, exactly. So I always sleep in my running shoes. That, that's a good point. <laughs> I thought it was just for going to the bathroom. But, um, so you used to go and do a little rock crawling, a little mm-hmm. trail riding. Yeah. I ever tell you about the time that me and Andrew decided to park just to, to camp out on the the state or national forest land? I don't think so. So big levels, uh, you go on one of the uh, it's like a forest road, mm-hmm. and of course that you camp all off of that. Yeah, and people do all the time. There's yeah. campsites, so a little leery about it personally, just because I I, I grew up going to the mountains and seeing what people like to do which is party <laughs> yeah you know especially anything that's close to civilization right yeah so we're driving and i get pretty far back up in there but not too far and i'm like you know this is probably a pretty good spot mm-hmm. and this actually was like two campsites at least one kind of behind the other mm-hmm. had a creek not too far away so we you know we kind of hung out there the afternoon and then set up and we actually did a tent a lot of times we would just sleep in the truck. We'd set yeah. the truck up, you know, to be able to sleep inside. But this time was a tent. And we went to bed about 1030. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, I'm in my early 30s. Right now? No, 36 <laughs> is the prime of my life. I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> so, and Andrew is early teens. Okay, yeah. You know? And it wasn't a half hour, and I hear two vehicles pull up, you know. Mm. I'm like, here we go, because they're playing music, mm. you know, and they're just 
playing music and having a good time and you hear the girls squealing the guys hooting and hollering and everything mm-hmm. and i'm thinking oh my god somebody's gonna start firing into the woods and not realizing that we're here yeah and all this stuff and here are these two young ladies and their voices are getting louder <laughs> and they're coming toward us and the tent is set up right in front of a bush I see where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. They decided to relieve themselves <laughs> right on the other side of the bush. And I could tell because I started moving around. Mm. Andrew's out like a light. He doesn't <laughs> he know any of this is happening. Yeah. And I'm like, Andrew, Andrew, there's two chicks are taking a whiz outside the tent. And he's nothing. <laughs> so I start moving around thinking they'll hear me and they'll be like, mm. oh my gosh, we got to listen to that. Yeah. No, they don't. They have no idea I'm there. Oh my gosh! So finally, I think they're about done to where uh, I was. I'm like, "Hey, somebody's camping here." <laughs> and you hear? Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then they were gone. And I guess they told people over there because they started laughing, mm-hmm. and, and I was laughing my ass off at that point in time. But <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was just that was a very interesting. And again, Andrew, I had to tell him all about it because yeah. I slept through the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, that was, honestly, that was the first experience ever camping on National, or, you know, in the forest, just off the road. So I was like, I'm not sure that's going to happen again. <laughs> After that, we just started camping off the trail, you know. Yeah. Shoe Creek is usually where we would camp. Mm-hmm. It's They got some really nice spots to camp off there. But I swear to God, one time, we, we in this one time, we slept in the truck. And for whatever reason, we decided to sleep in the front seats. I think it was kind of a last minute thing where we were like, we weren't planning on spending the night, but yeah. it ended up being getting really late. So we were like, you know, it's forget it. Mm-hmm. Let's just, and we always, we used to always go on Saturday for that reason. Or if something happened, mm-hmm. a vehicle got messed up and we had to yeah. stay. <laughs> but I can just remember it, it had been raining and one of our other buddies, he was sleeping in his truck, like next to us. But <laughs> Andrew was moving around so much. I swear I could feel the truck move. And the only thing I kept thinking was, we're going to slide down the mountain. (laughs) It's raining. Everything is soaking wet. We're going to slide down the mountain. (laughs) So I kept waking him up. Wake up. You're making Uh, the whole truck move. Well, so you mentioned um, not planning on staying, and I'm going to circle back around to that idea of being prepared. And, you know, just kind of, if you know you do that kind of thing quite often, you keep your camping gear back of your truck or you know you keep uh for instance this past summer um i was doing a lot of kayaking and i ended up like taking multiple different people out like with me and it was again going back to being lazy but i just kept the kayaks on top of the car but also uh, have you seen the jeep <laughs> you still have your still on top of the jeep uh but so i was doing that and then i said all right well i'm just gonna leave the paddles in the trunk i'm gonna leave my pfds in there started leaving my dry bag in there with everything and so like literally i could just like there was one day where I had to drive out to the county to, um, we were setting up for an event, and so we were setting up on Friday. So I did a little research, and hey, what'd you know? There's a wildlife management area right around the corner from that area, that venue where we were at. So <laughs> end of the day, finished setting up, got my car, drove five minutes around the corner, put a boat in the water. You know, <laughs> nice. I, I I did take a, a spare set of clothes because I wasn't wearing a polo shirt and khakis out in the the. the like, but yeah, I mean, just being prepared and just, you know, having that kind of stuff 
I used to carry my disc golf discs when we were playing a lot. Right. I think they might be back in there now because I remember I dug them out because we were talking about it. Um, but just things like that. Maybe keep a fishing pole in there, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we had stuff for camping. Mm-hmm. But, again, it had been raining, like, yeah. all day. And it was <laughs> raining when we decided to stop. So we were yeah. like... And we even talked about setting the back up. Yeah. But it was like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Boots no, and stuff were so muddy. Yeah, I, I wasn't saying, like, a tent or anything. But, like, knowing, like, having, like, your camp stove or, you know... Oh, yeah, yeah. A sleeping bag, whatever. Like, that kind of stuff. We would definitely yeah. carry that stuff with us. Enough to, mm. su- to get us through. Even if, if we didn't have anything to cook with, we had food that you didn't have to cook. There you go. That kind yeah. of thing. So, because we, believe me, <laughs> stuff happens. Yeah. We've seen plenty of that. But. Yeah. But, uh, you know, being prepared. That's funny. We're hardly ever prepared. <laughs> so you brought up this idea about, like, adventures happening while you're on adventures. And it just happened to be timely. Cause I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug another podcast here. Um, I don't know the people that run this one. Uh, I just discovered it recently. Uh, but it's a podcast called Welcome to Paradise, It Sucks. <laughs> and they actually, they only have, it's, it's a brand new podcast. It just uh, looks like maybe last month they started it. Um, so they don't have very many episodes, but they basically talk to people who have essentially <laughs> adventures um, that are like traveling or something. And it kind of takes a 180. You know? Yeah. I won't, I won't spoil anything for anybody, but so like the first episode was... Uh, a newlywed couple that went to Vegas and did not have the honeymoon that they were expecting, you know. I've been to Vegas. <laughs> I don't know how people think that Vegas is a honeymoon spot. <laughs> I don't know. Have I've you ever been? been? Oh, oh, my gosh. Vegas is one of those places that's great for like three days. Oh, I thought you were going to say for 30 minutes. <laughs> but but you, know, you don't want to spend a week there, yeah. honestly. You don't. First mm. of all, you'll be broke. Yeah. But three days is enough to experience it mm-hmm. and enough to know you don't really want more than three days. <laughs> we went for a conference one time, and it was just like we went for four. And mm. that fourth, we actually just were flying home. But yeah. it was just like, yeah, it was enough time. <laughs> But we're not big partiers either, but yeah. I can imagine mm-hmm. not a honeymoon spot. Well, if you listen to their story, um, I think they only spent like two days there, and that was entirely too long. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you can walk down the street with an open drink. Something's going to happen. And there's no problem. <laughs> there's going to be problems. Mm. And then uh, the other episode that they have published, uh, it was about a girl who was uh, dating somebody, and he invited her to go on a camping trip, and she loved camping. Turns out, you know, he was, was a bunch of his buddies that were coming, and it was um, it was going to be uh, the first time that they did shrooms. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and again, her adventure took a hard left. <laughs> I'm going to have to check this one out. Yeah. Yeah, you have to text that to me. Will do. I always like to hear stories that make me feel better about myself. <laughs> or give you ideas. In a good way or a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all in what you make of it there, Stephen. So what's your next adventure? Uh, actually, next week I'm going up to National Harbor, Maryland for a work conference. So It does not sound like an adventure. It's usually a good time. This will be my third time up there. Um so you, did, you went not 
too very long ago. Up last there. year, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an annual conference. Was it the same time last year? Yep, it's always. Wow, a year has gone. By. <laughs> right, twenty twenty flew. Yeah. Our twenty twenty two flew. Twenty one and twenty two <laughs> flew even faster. You didn't even remember it. <laughs> Those three years all the same year. It's all the same. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was up there in twenty twenty, right before the pandemic, like two weeks before the pandemic. No, 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 it was March. So I guess six weeks before the pandemic. I'll shut everything down and then I went back last year and I'll be going back this year. No, it's it's generally a good time. It's it's a decent little area. It's a very it's a very touristy chunk, like right there on the harbor. So everything's expensive and Do you think take a ferry from over there over to like in front of the mall? Really? Yeah, like a passenger ferry. Uh I might have to look into that. I saw it on the map anyway. That okay. It might not be running. It might be seasonal. Yeah. Yeah. But um, um, they have the big Ferris sneak, wheel right you're there. You're a hop, skip, and a jump from yeah anything over there. So. Very true. But uh, they do have... There's Metro a, go over there? No. Wow. That's, yeah. Um, must be too new for that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this whole area is only like a decade old or something. I think you can do the um, like the Metro bus, bus. thing. Gotcha. Yeah. So you can get the connector. But there's there's like a casino up the hill. Like it's a very yeah. tourist trap area. But there is a um hike uh like hike bike uh multi-use path down by the water that'll take you out onto the big bridge out there or something. I've, I vaguely remember doing this last year. Yeah. It was cold. That's what I remember. It was very cold. But uh so I, I took my camera with me and you know did that kind of stuff. That's this coming week yeah yeah i'll leave out of here in a couple of days on sunday and be up there for four days okay yeah. cool i mean it's not the most adventure of adventures but yeah well we have that too she has a conference this weekend in Williamsburg. yeah so we're gonna go down there and she's gonna do her thing and i'm just gonna play there you go might try to hit uh state park yoga river state park while we're down there nice. put another one under my belt mister i've got five <laughs> I did think um, maybe on the way back, like hitting a couple of uh, like of wi- wide water or something like Jerk. that up there. <laughs> um, then we're gonna have a, a pretty good adventure at uh, the first weekend of February. It's gonna be cold. It's gonna be very cold from what I'm seeing, but uh, we're gonna hit the old NYC for a couple of days. Nice. Any plans up there, or are you just winging it? There is one particular plan okay. that I'm not going to delve Ooh. into too much, but it's my daughter's idea, and it involves Chinatown. Uh, we've discussed this. Yes. <laughs> well, so, you will have to fill us all in when we, we get back. Rachel and I have done it several times, but I hate it. <laughs> so, But I'm just going to do it for her because it's a bucket list item. Some people have bizarre buckets. But... Um, you you can't go to New York City and try to plan stuff. Oh yeah, you got to leave it wide open because it's there's so much to do up there. And kind of going back to what you said uh, about Rachel on the map earlier, New York City is one of those things where you don't necessarily realize how long it takes you to get from A to B, especially long blocks. <laughs> yes, yes, short blocks and the, long blocks. <laughs> the long blocks will really get you. Yeah, uh, but, but it's then, so walkable. Yeah, and then there's also so much to do in between A and B. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Leave yourself open. Like last time we went, um, our last night, we decided to, uh, we wanted to eat in Little Italy. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to go to a restaurant in Little Italy. So we walked, we took the uh, subway down, mm-hmm. got over there, found our spot, great place to eat, ate it, and then we decided to walk back. Okay. You know, so it's... Oh, 
20 something blocks, you know, <laughs> yeah, short blocks. Okay. Mostly some long blocks. But, um, I, again, it's just like we had just gotten the new camera. So of course I was like, Hey, hey yeah, I'll walk it. <laughs> and we saw so many things that never seen before. Mm-hmm. We've, we've walked that direction several times, but it's just all depends on where you're walking. Yeah. I mean, you can come down Hell's Kitchen and walk down the whole east or west side, mm-hmm. you know, and you go right up central or east side or, you know, anywhere in between. Mm-hmm. You're going to see stuff you've never seen before. Yeah, it's sure. It's just that city is so amazing. So that's why hoping, hoping to, uh, we, we haven't discovered or explored east that much. So uh, we'll, we'll probably hit some places over there and, that kind of thing. So nice. Something new. Yeah. And then something old. <laughs> we'll come back with stories. Yes. Tell us all about We're it. I do that. Anyway, well, you know what he says. What do I say? <laughs> we'll see y'all out there. All right, then. Thanks for listening to Explore the Everyday. Your hosts were Travis Fellows and Stephen Bowling. This podcast is produced and edited by me, Travis Fellows. Don't forget to subscribe to Explore Day Every Day and leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you like today's episode, please send it to a friend, as word of mouth helps us to grow. If you really want to help us out, you can make a donation at buymeacoffee.com slash etepodcast. You can find that link and others in the show notes or at exploretheeveryday.com. Get out there and explore the everyday wherever you might be. Mm-hmm.